Did you know that you can lose weight with ease and fun? My name is Leandra McMullen. I'm a Christian certified life and weight coach. If you want to apply God's promises to your life, live victoriously in your health, and stop overeating for good, you are in the right place. Let's go. Hey, 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 my friends. Happy Monday. I'm so excited to be here with you today. I'm especially excited to talk about meal planning. Today, I'm going to give you a simple guide to meal planning. What are the things you want or need to include in your daily meal plan? And first of all, I want you to think about meal planning and why this would be important. What would be the reason we want to plan our meals? Now, I've talked about this in past episodes, but just a quick reminder. The reason we want to plan our meals is because we want to go into our day knowing what we're going to eat and make decisions about our food with our higher brain. So if you've listened to past episodes, you've heard me say that we have two brains. We have our human highest brain, the prefrontal cortex, and we have our primitive emotional brain that wants to keep us safe and keep us comfortable. And these two brains are always in conflict, right? The highest version of you the human part of you, that brain knows what's best for you. That's the part of you that says, tomorrow I'm going to eat healthy. I want to make choices that make me feel good and get me to the weight I want to be. And that's the part of you that goes to bed feeling excited that you're going to make healthy choices tomorrow. And then when tomorrow comes and we're in the moment Our primitive brain, our lower brain, our emotional brain tries to talk us out of everything that we've planned, right? Because it thinks that we're going to be really uncomfortable. Something better sounds amazing in the moment, right? And this is our emotional brain making emotional decisions. And what we want to do is we want to keep the highest version of ourselves in charge, the part of us that knows in long term, what we really want. And we have to be willing to be uncomfortable, we have to be willing to tell that primitive brain that you know, you can settle down. It's not going to be a problem if we eat salad over pizza, right? Because we go to bed thinking, oh, I'm going to choose the healthy option. And then when we're at lunch with friends and pizza is an option, the primitive brain wants to say, just eat the pizza and eat as many as you want. That's how you're going to be most comfortable. And it really thinks that if we choose the salad, that we're going to die, that we're going to be in physical danger because we're uncomfortable. And the way we keep our primitive, or I'm sorry, the way we keep the highest version, the prefrontal cortex in charge 
is if we can override the primitive emotional brain. And the way we override it is we keep talking back. We always have an answer. So when we get to lunch and we've planned a grilled chicken salad and there's pizza available and the primitive brain wants to talk us into eating pizza, we want to have an answer back. What can we answer back to the brain? And it's different for everybody, right? Different thoughts, different sentences create different feelings for different people. So for me, I always like to say, this is an urge to go off plan. I'm going to stick with what I planned. And I think about myself in the future. I think about myself after that meal, how I'm going to feel. And it always helps me stick to what I planned. Okay, so that is why meal planning is so important because when we're living in the moment, if we don't have a plan, we're always gonna go with the emotional brain. We're always going to choose foods that sound good in the moment, but that aren't necessarily aligned with our goals. So this is why we wanna plan our meals. Now, often when I'm coaching clients, I will get resistance to this for a couple of reasons. One, they're overwhelmed. They've never planned their meals before, so it feels overwhelming. They don't know where to start. And two, there's a lot of resistance because we think that we're actually going to be deprived. We think that we're not going to have any freedom of choice for ourselves, And that's a lie. Really, because the more we plan our meals, the more we go into our day with a plan, the more freedom we experience. And I know that that sounds oxymoron, that that sounds like crazy, right? You would think the opposite is true. But the reason it gives us more freedom is because we don't have to use any mental energy on making decisions. Every time our brain has to make a decision, we lose energy, we lose mental energy. And our brain is making decisions constantly. So if we go into our meals having pre-planned them, knowing what we're going to eat, that's just one decision we take off of our plate for the day no pun intended, off our plate. (laughs) Get it? (laughs) So anyway, we want to reserve mental energy. Because if you think about it, when if if we have no plan, and we just go into our day to eat whatever, then we're making a lot of decisions, which is draining our mental energy. And more often than not, we're also going to beat ourselves up and feel guilty, which also takes mental energy. We are not free from food when we are always thinking about it, when we are always making decisions around it, and when we are always judging ourselves for eating the wrong things and beating ourselves up. That's not freedom. But that is what we do when we allow the emotional brain to take charge and we don't make a plan, 
Okay, so this is why planning our meals is so important for our weight loss goals. Now, what do we need to include in our meal plan? How can we make this simple? Okay, first of all, step one is to decide ahead of time how many meals you're going to eat for the day. Are you going to eat two or three? And you make that decision. For me personally, I eat three meals a day. The second decision you want to make is, am I going to have any snacks? Okay. Now for me, I've given up all snacking. It really, really helps me with my mental energy and not thinking about food because if it's not a meal time, I'm not eating. Right. So you want to decide. I do have some clients, however, that between lunch and dinner, it's a really long time for them and they need something in the afternoon. So um, we might have a plan for them to do three meals a day and one snack in between. So you just have to decide that. Here's the thing about deciding. A lot of us are afraid to decide if we're going to snack or not, because we're afraid we're going to make the wrong decision. We're afraid we're going to decide not to snack and then we're going to regret it. And here's what I want to offer you. Your decision does not have to be forever. Okay. We're making a decision. We're trying it out and then we reevaluate. So if you decide that you're not going to snack, then we try that for a day or two And we make sure that our meals are long enough so that we can go between meals without having too much of a problem. And then if that doesn't work, then we can change our mind. And we can decide the next day that we are going to have a snack and see how that feels. So don't be afraid to make decisions because they're not forever. In fact, when you make a decision and try it out, you learn a lot. You will be able to figure out if your body needs three meals and no snacks or three meals and one snack. Look at it as an opportunity to learn what your body needs. So that's step one. How many meals? How many snacks? Okay, step two We want to plan in food groups. So the way that I think about this is I think about breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And what do I want to have? What types of foods do I want to have at each of these meals? Now, I'm going to give you two tips to make this as simple as possible. Tip number one have protein at every meal. Protein is where it's at. If you are eating enough protein, then you are going to be satisfied and you are going to nourish your body and your body is going to get what it needs from that protein so that you don't lose muscle mass right? A lot of us lose weight and then we get to a point where we get weaker and we lose some muscle. And more often than not, it's because we haven't had enough protein, okay? So make sure you have protein at every meal. I suggest anywhere between 30 and 50 grams, okay? What I do with my protein 
is I look at my goal weight, whatever it is I want to weigh, and I eat that many grams of protein a day. So if I want to weigh 150 pounds, I'm going to eat 150 grams of protein. If I divide 150 by three meals, I'm going to be having 50 grams of protein at each meal. So that's really the base. Even if you just plan that, you will see success. If you tell yourself, I'm having 30 grams of protein at every meal or 50 grams of protein at every meal, you're going to have success in feeling really good and nourishing your body. Okay. The second tip to make this really simple is have your carbohydrates at breakfast and lunch. And avoid carbohydrates at dinner. Because if you have your carbohydrates at breakfast and lunch, then you have the rest of the day to burn off those carbohydrates. And you're giving your body and your brain the energy it needs to get through the day. So how I like to look at it is I'm going to have my protein, my fat and my carb at breakfast. I'm going to have my protein, my fat, my carb, a vegetable at lunch. I'm going to have my protein, fat, and vegetables at dinner. Okay? So make sure you're getting protein at every meal and have your carbohydrates at breakfast and lunch and keep protein and fat and vegetables for dinner. You will feel amazing in the morning. If you stop eating three hours before bed and you've eaten a vegetable, a fat, and a protein, you'll feel so good when you wake up. Okay, so let's talk really quickly about when plans change, when we're going out maybe to a restaurant last minute. How can we keep our plan simple? So I just got back from a sometime a business ma- mastermind that I went to up in Northern California, and I literally had no way of knowing <laughs> what we were going to eat until we got to the restaurant. So there were 20 of us there, and we would meet in the lobby and then we would decide where we were going. Sometimes we would decide where we were going while we're walking there, okay? So I, I just wanna share with you what I do when this happens. I was able to stay on track and not overeat while I was at this mastermind. And the reason is because I keep my meal planning simple. I plan my meals in food groups, So in my mind, I'm eating 50 grams of protein at every meal. So no matter where we go, I can find protein. There's somewhere that either has a hamburger patty, or they have a steak filet, or they have grilled chicken, or they have a grilled chicken salad, or they have a salad with steak. There's always a protein option. So wherever we're going, that's what I look for first. I want to make sure I'm getting my protein in. I want to feel satisfied. I don't want to lose muscle mass, right? I want to stay strong. So if you're going to a restaurant, be sure to look at your protein first. And then I do the same thing I just shared with you. If it's lunch, then I eat carbohydrates with my meal. I'll get french fries, 
or I'll eat some tortilla chips at the Mexican restaurant, or I'll have the gluten-free hamburger bun with the hamburger patty if it's lunch. If it's dinner, I skip the carbohydrate and I go for some kind of protein and fat. So I would go for a salad with grilled chicken on it and some yummy, yummy dressing, right? Or maybe I'm going to get a steak filet with a side of vegetables with butter. So when you're going out last minute, just think about what can I eat that's protein and what carb can I eat if it's at lunch and what can I eat for protein and a fat and vegetable if I'm going to dinner. This keeps it so simple and it makes, it really allows you to not waste your mental energy on making decisions. And it also is a sustainable lifestyle which I cannot emphasize enough, right? When we have a plan that we can stick to for the rest of our life, that's how we lose the weight for good. So if you want to build your confidence in meal planning, I wanna invite you to my next five-day workshop where we are going to get clear on what and when to plan your meals. I'm calling this workshop Meal Planning Made Simple. It's gonna be on Zoom live for five days. It's $19. And if you can't make the live Zooms, every replay each day, you'll get emailed the recording with a recap of what we talked about. So if you wanna join me March 20th through 24th on Zoom, to build your confidence in meal planning, be sure to check the link in the notes so that you can join me. So I wanna leave you with Luke 10, 19, where it says, look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy. You can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. God is on your side, my friends. You can do this. Be willing to be bad at meal planning before you get good at it. If it's a struggle for you, if it's hard for you to plan your meals, don't give up. Keep going. Don't let it being hard be a sign that you shouldn't do it. Because the more you do it, the more you fail, the more mistakes you make, The more you're going to learn, the better you're going to get at it. And every time you plan a meal and you stick to it, celebrate that win. Because those wins are going to get you into momentum. All right, my friends, I love you. And I hope to see you on Zoom March 20th through 24th. Have a great week.